0: Welcome into to the End the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com for Saturday, October 16th. Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. Final grade one of the fall meet coming up on the Saturday card. It's the Queen Elizabeth II Challenge Cup. And uh, Jim, that is always a, uh, a great race and a real international flavor this year. So it's um, going to be quite a challenge. We'll jump in right there with the three-year-old Philly test at a mile and an eighth. You've got... Three European invaders, although one of them has been here since last week when uh, Empress Josephine ran third in the First Lady. Now she's going back against her own age group. And then you've got uh, Roger Atfield sending in one from Canada. Got a couple of Chad Browns. It's a really interesting uh, lineup here. How did you play it?
1: Yeah, I think it's um, it's a well-matched field. I couldn't single anybody here for the pick four. But I think Empress Josephine uh, running back on uh, just um, – a, you know, a week's rest, you kind of wonder about that, but it was a mile race. This is stretching out to a mile and an eight. Um, I don't see anything in her history where she came back that quickly, although uh, there is a, an 18-day gap. So I, I don't think it's going to be – he wouldn't run her if he didn't think she had a good shot, and she gets back in with three-year-olds here. And she only lost the first lady by length to blowout. So uh, I think she's certainly live here. Uh, and probably going to be a favorite. Uh, I like Nisus for Le Peru coming over, although the time form ratings aren't quite as good as Empress Josephine. They are close, and she ran the grade one at, in Judmont Irish Oaks last time at the Cura. So I think you got to throw her in there. Uh, Shantisara uh, for Chad Brown. Actually, uh, I'm going to use both of Chad Brown's technical analysis with Ortiz. Shantisara gets Pratt, and I love Pratt on this turf cor- course, although he's only won. One race so far, uh, but he's finished second five times. So uh, this horse is improving with each start in the United States and looks like she's getting better. Technical analysis is live. And then Brad Cox has burning ambition on the inside for for Laurent Giroux. Those numbers are light, but that race last time out in Indiana uh, in a $150,000 stakes race, she grew off and won by seven. Uh, She's got a four-win, four-race win streak going and winning by seven in a turf race. Uh, I don't care who you're racing against. is impressive. So, Burning Ambition is going to be on that ticket as well. Take all the five inside horses when we get to
0: pick four. I ended up taking a uh, swing at a, <laughs> a European invader uh, outside the nine. Cloudy Dawn, um, four wins from six starts. I like the the 100 time form rating last time. It's a horse that has been improving. That was her best race. And I talked to Nick Luck from NBC, and uh, this. Uh, portion of the interview is going to air on the Today at Keeneland show on Saturday, where I asked him about the various European uh, contenders here, and he said um, this horse needs firmer ground. Now, it could be a little less than firm if we uh, get the rain that is forecast as we take this. Nevertheless, I think it'll be still considerably firmer than what Cloudy Dawn has been running on in her last couple of races. So uh, she gets the ground that she likes or close to it, and good barn and she's won four out of six. So at 15 to one, I'm going to take a shot with this horse. Certainly have to use Empress Josephine since I picked her in the first lady last week and she uh, made a great run and got a 100 buyer fig. So nothing to, uh, to dislike there other than the quick turnaround. But, uh, Nick was telling me that this is something Aiden O'Brien does pretty often and does successfully. And he did it 10 years ago with a Philly name together. And, uh, She ran in the first lady, then came back and won the QE2. So I like both of those two. The Chad Browns are kind of interchangeable. I gave just the slightest of nods to technical analysis because she's won a grade two, but your point about Pratt is well made and how uh, good he is on the turf. So those are, you know, if if you take one, you have to use them both, I think. And the other one I'm going to throw in is Lady Spite Spear for Roger Atfield, mainly the angle that... She was a grade one winner as a two-year-old and won the Natalma, so that's always a good field. And then she was off for some reason until recently and just got what looked to be a nice prep, but it was still her lifetime best buyer figure, and I think she moves forward off that. Now, she may not move forward enough to win this, but I'm going to include her on a pick four ticket anyway in case she does. So um, going for a price here in the QE2. Let's jump back to the seventh race and look at the pick four races. Uh, it's a $300,000 guaranteed pick four the maiden race starts it off phillies and mayors three and up in a mile and a 16th i thought this was not one i had to go you know too deep uh, I, I used three but i'd be surprised if anybody other than those three win sovereign appeal i took on top i like the speed that this one has in a mile and a 16th race and it's ran it, uh, the horses ran well here but uh, a couple of other uh horses have shots i think street missy uh, two of her last three have been very solid and then Big City Mama, it's Shug McGahee, it's Tyler Gathleone, who's been red hot this week, and a nice inside draw for the mile on the 16th. So uh, I'm going to take two, five, and one in the uh, pick four and feel like any one of the three could win. And how about you?
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I think the other three are not, uh, the other four horses are probably not contenders here. I'm, uh, I'm going to stand with sovereign appeal. I think this horse has been, uh, she's been very consistent for Brian Lynch. The last two races at Ellis have both been good, not outstanding, but uh, third race of, of a form cycle, going from a 61 to a 68 buyer. That number is, is likely going to win this, or if if he doesn't, just a slight step up, because the other horses are well below that except for street missing. So I think uh, the inside draw for, for Brian Lynch, Brian uh, likes to win here at Kingland, and, and Sovereign Appeal looks like to me the uh, the play here. Uh, Big City Mama for Suge is obviously a, a contender, and Street Missy. I agree on your three horses. I'm just going to narrow this down so I can go deep later on.
0: Well, let's go later on to the ninth race. It's a first-level allowance for three-year-olds and up, one-mile distance on the dirt, so that's a short run to the first turn. How did you see this one?
1: Well, this one is um, uh, Trash Talking Yankee and Ducal, both scratched out of races uh, on the uh, 14th, the run here. So Ducal seems to be the class of the field with uh, two consecutive 90 buyers um if i weren't singling sovereign appeal in the previous race i could be talked into singling DeCal here but i'm going to use a couple other horses that have been not as consistent but on their best day can fit here malibu star is one uh for kelly breen on the inside and the uh the 90 buyer last time out at aqueduct uh, fits well with this group winter pool for chad brown 291 buyers back-to-back at saratoga at a mile and an eighth and uh he's he uh, shortens up to a mile here which might not be his best distance he comes from out of it but he's two for five lifetime with two seconds so i'm going to i'm going to use those horses uh trash talking Yankee just off that 85 buyer like time out horses has raced a lot 27 uh times out with three wins five seconds and nine-thirds, so you can do a lot worse than this trash-talking Yankee as well as the one in your trifecta under Jesus, at least, with probably
0: the taking them out. Yeah, I'm going to take those uh, same ones other than the Chad Brown. I'm going to toss that one. It just seems like his stakes horses have fired, but the others haven't, so I'm going to just uh – as far as betting the race, probably leave that one out. But I'm going to single Ducal. You were talking about you could be talked into it, and and uh, I could I could talk you into it, but <laughs> I'm going to okay. take my stand there. Uh, just on the Brad Cox angle, And, horse sort of, you know Al- ran behind Olympiad and uh, Baby Yoda last time, and Olympiad came back and won here on the Thursday card and beat a good field in doing it. So uh, I think Ducal uh, will be awfully tough in here. And so we'll move on to the 10th race, second-level allowance. It's a turf sprint at 5.5, for fillies and mayors, three and up. Uh, obviously, Wesley Ward's going to be tough in these turf sprints with Chili Petten, the four, um, and a horse that uh, has run well here at Keeneland, and uh, Wesley's barn has been doing well. I ended up taking Ghosting Kim on top, though. Her best race was here in April. She was, comes off a third at Kentucky Downs, and that was at 6.5, so she cuts back to 5.5 here coming off that uh, testing race at Kentucky Downs. I think that benefits her, and um, I'm, I'm going to take her on top. But a couple of others I'm going to use, Social Chatter, who's won two in a row, and then the 7, and uh, it's Lemos Cuna. I'm going to guess. But just on the angle of a 77 buyer last time, that was a big improvement. And if, if uh, she runs back to that, uh, she got a shot. So at a price i want to have that one on my ticket too so i'm going to go four deep in here but ghosting kim on top how about you
1: i thought this race was wide open and when we set the card up uh, one of the things you noticed we did we moved the qe2 to the eighth race a couple reasons we wanted a little earlier in the card because people are going to be rolling out of here to go home and watch georgia and kentucky at 330 so maybe you'll, they'll stay around for qe2 and watch the second half but uh we also wanted to make, uh, I've got a big contest coming in on Saturday, so we wanted to make the last sequence really good. And to put a turf race in the last race, we need to move the QE2 up to the 8th race. So we're, we're going to try that. And uh, this race turns out to be a great race to settle a contest on, because I think you could go so many different directions here. I've got six of them. Uh, Chili Patton would be my pick, but at 3-1 to one in this field, I don't think you can um, bet her to win. I like the same horses you mentioned, Social Chatter, Lemos Kunha, and, and I added Signify uh, with three lifetime wins, and I also added the 11 horse on the outside, recoded. Even though this horse hasn't run uh, very much on the turf, the horse has won seven times at uh, a 24 lifetime. So there's, there's some back class there, and uh, I can see this race with a lot of speed up front, and this horse tracking from outside, and and running them down the stretch. I, I can go a lot of different ways here. Uh, so, Chili Fettin' is probably going to be the favorite, but I'm not a good win bet in this race. I think it's just wide, wide open.
0: So, what's your pick four ticket look like starting in the seventh race?
1: I right, singling the two in the seventh, sovereign appeal. So, single the two, and I go one, two, three, four, five in the QE2, one, four, five, six, with one, three, four, six, seven, eleven for a $60 ticket. So, if I'm alive after the first leg, I think I got a really good shot to hit it.
0: I'm gonna go one two five to start, then two three four seven nine in the Q E two, single the five, and then one three five seven. So it's a really inexpensive ticket, just thirty dollars. I don't know that we're gonna get a big payoff uh, unless Cloudy Dawn wins. That'll help, but but still, uh, I thought I'm just gonna keep the ticket a little light um, uh, and uh, play a thirty dollar ticket by singling Ducal. Uh, you could double that and add Malibu Star and get it up to sixty dollars if you wanted to uh, play it that way. Double uh, the ticket and add Malibu Star in that ninth race instead of singling Ducal. Uh, don't forget the Keeneland Turf Pick Three starts in race six, so you get the uh, the QE two and then the tenth race we've been talking about to wrap that up for the uh, popular new wager, the Keeneland Turf Pick Three, starting on race six on the Saturday card. Uh, best of luck with your plays, and we'll be back. To check out the Sunday card on our next edition of the End the Money Podcast or KeenelandSelect.com.